Need a better shower? Go to nebbia.com slash TMS. That's N-E-B-I-A dot com slash TMS to check out what they have to offer. The first hundred people to use the code TMS when checking out will save 15%. Again, that's nebbia.com slash TMS and use that code TMS to save 15%. Coming up on TMS, bite the head to stop the screaming. My gingerbread man has a bubble butt. Don't choke on your aspirations. When a chicken comes along, you must pull it. Speaking of food, we have friends. Pat Benatar, evangelical leader. Darth Vader would like to talk to you about your personal internet usage during work hours. There is no team in Kim. I played bass for Big Puffy Mess in college. Oh, these gingerbread man nipples are bubblegum. Jingle all the won't. Is Gotham City a country? <laughs> Mr. Not Working But Jerking. Fire Firefighters and Big Raisin. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We're only here for the jewels, so just sit tight, do as you're told, don't cause any problems, and we'll have you back to your cream cheese and caviar. Carol's Christmas Carol for Carol, a woman named Carol. The Morning Stream. You bleed just fine. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for December 22nd, 2020. A mere three days, two two days before... No, three days before Christmas. (laughs) I mean, technically two and three quarter days. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Friday's Christmas. I get this so mixed up in my head. Thursday's well, Christmas Eve. Yeah, we're doing stuff on Thursday. Right. Right. We're and you and seeing um, family on Thursday that uh yeah, we try to be really careful with. I wish I was seeing some family, but then I'm kinda glad I'm not. I don't know. I don't know yeah, how to feel. What a dumb I'm, year. I'm I'm very I don't want to say on the fence. I mean I'm kind of against this idea but uh but i know it needs to be done and they're going to be very upset if we don't see them so it's going to be a very quick trip yeah. masks will be on the whole yeah. time Rap i'm your- really just seeing if i can find another bald man who wants to go on my place <laughs> because say. with the mask it's like you know it's really here's what you ought to do wrap your head wrap your face in um uh duct tape or wrap oh, sorry tape find a bald guy wrap his head in duct tape Okay. And then just the, and then he has a sign that says, "I can't speak because of all this duct tape, but it's to just to be extra careful that none of us uh, spread the Rona around." Anyway, it's mm-hmm. great to see you all. Merry Christmas or whatever. They'll never know it's not you. You're good. You don't have to talk. You don't have to Perfect. hear a voice. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. The worst they could do is poke you with a pin, and you go. Mm. But that just sounds like you getting poked with a pin. Right, exactly. No big deal. Yeah, you totally got that. By the way, if you hear me cough a little bit today, um, that really did a number on me yesterday. (laughs) Really, you're still like still dealing with some of the after effects. It just kind of hurts. Like it hurts. It's like you know when you have a um, like a bad cold or something, and when things start to wear off, you're just a little bit sore around your throat and your chest and everything. That's what happened yesterday with me choking on that jerky in the middle of the show. Is I oh just kind of gave myself pain all day, and so now I've got kind of this like raw, kind of uh, kind of throaty thing, and it's not like sick or anything. It's just like I inhaled some jerky and I had to get it out. That was the deal. So, so uh, Jesse Call, who might be in chat as Morrow Prime, I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked to see if he's in there, but uh, he is our our jerky uh, purveyor, mm-hmm. our, our our 
jerkiest. <laughs> our, our jerkiest. <laughs> jerkiest. <laughs> but, uh, um, jerkist. Hopefully, jerkist. he does not feel bad. Oh, there he is. There is uh, Maro Prime right there. A little tears coming out of his eyes. Just hopefully, he doesn't feel. He should feel no responsibility for my inability to uh, not inhale and therefore. What's the word? What the, what's the medical word when you choke on uh, something? Aspirate. Aspirate on my own jerky. That's my yes. bad. That was me. <laughs> but it just goes to show, like you always see, you know, the stereotype people are in the chat or people in a restaurant, you know, suddenly have to have the Heimlich maneuver or whatever. It was just one of those deals. I just choked on it. Right. That's, that's what yeah. happened. And there was nobody here to help me. <laughs> I had to. I know. There's no. Myself. There's no uh, Heimlich. Where is Heimlich when you need him? Yep. You guys should have seen it. There's no camera. There's no. Actually, there is footage of this. Now that I think about it, I can go check my security camera because I have a camera in the garage. I went out in the garage because it was cold out there, and there was a big, yeah. brand new water bottle. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and just hack away while you're down here keeping the chat room happy. So I went out there and just hacked and coughed and like. F- freaking ret- no, I didn't retch. I didn't barf, but I just was just gagging <laughs> so hard, and uh, did that probably all on camera. I could pull that off and share it with the world. Maybe I won't, but I could. But maybe I won't. But I could. Yeah, maybe you won't. Maybe you won't. Yeah, but I could, Brian. I could. <laughs> I think we want to see it. And my eyes were all red and watery. And it was like a, just a big puffy mess when I got done. But um, it's fine. I didn't die. I didn't choke on it. My brain cells are intact, best I can tell, or at least what they were. There's a you know, I'm at the baseline of Scott brain cells. So everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. Thank you well, for your we, concern. Can we talk while we're talking food? Can I uh, can I bring up something? So yeah, um, please, we've got good friends, very good friends of ours. We love them and uh, uh, married couple. We we watched as they were introduced together. We we knew uh, we knew her. We knew, we were there when she met him. I guess, well, maybe we there, I guess swingers or just 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 for friendship, just a you know. just a friendship. Okay, all right, all right. Just making sure, you know, you don't know, you never know. I don't want yes. to assume. And um, we've been good <laughs> friends with them for for years. Yeah, they've got a son, and uh, we we always have them over for Oscars every almost every year, <laughs> every yeah. year when it's when we're allowed to. Actually, we did have them over last year because back then we were still allowed to. <laughs> yep, that's right. Not this year. And not this year. And. Um, uh, we met up with them to to get some stuff, get some Christmas stuff to them. They gave Christmas stuff to us, and they gave us a plate of Christmas cookies that they had made. And I'm I'm almost certain that it was the mom and her son that made the Christmas cookies, not the dad who is a professional candy maker, even owns his own candy shop. Oh, geez, that's cool. Um, yeah, really, really cool. So. Uh, we get this plate of cookies and Tina doesn't like gingerbread. So first thing I see is this gingerbread man icing cut perfectly, decorated beautifully, mm. big red buttons on his, uh, on his, uh, chest. Yeah. Like, all right, excellent. I'm having this one first. Pop it into my mouth. Uh-huh. About half of them. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Which half? Which half did, did, did you get? Oh, you always, yeah, I always got to uh, bite the, the, um, you start with the, the head. head and arms off. Always with the head because if you start with the legs, you hear the screaming. Okay. So when you're going to put that guy in your mouth, you start with the head, is what you're saying. Okay. Got that's it. Keep what, going. That's what you said. Oh, you oh, said that, Jamie. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh. You can't, Jamie's not going to be able to mash up me saying that when you just said it. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I start chewing on this and it's like oh this uh this button that i'm eating is an interesting flavor it's what is that flavor i'm having a hard time 
having a hard time placing that flavor. Oh, I know what it is. It's bubblegum. Oh, geez. So you can't decorate a a cookie with a piece of bubblegum because what happens? You start chewing the bubblegum and the cookie gets in mixed with the... The gum, it's it's. Uh, this is a special level of wrong to this. It's a special level. Of wrong. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad because you don't eat cookies with bad. gum when you're chewing gum. Why would you do it as part of the no. cookie? That's terrible. Exactly. Exactly. I remember yeah. when Baskin Robbins had a bubble gum flavor ice cream that had little bits of bubble gum in it. I thought it was great because. But here's the thing: you knew it was bubble gum, right? And you could you could basically anticipate that. All right, well, this piece right here uh, is going to be bubble gum. I'm not going to swallow it. Yeah, when you're a kid, that sort of thing is exactly what you want. You know, you want ice cream full of bubble gum because you're a kid. And that seems great. Like, all your parent has to say is, well, do you want chocolate? Nah. You want mint chocolate chip? Nah. What about this one? Full of bubble gum. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. M&M's? Great. Make great gingerbread man buttons. Sure. Sure. Um, I, I had another sugar cookie uh, yesterday that came from the same batch or same same people, but different batch, obviously, because it's a sugar cookie. Yeah. Yellow or white frosting. I looked as like, all right, it's not spherical. So I know it's not bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. Popped into my mouth and it was a Skittle. <laughs> <laughs> better, better than a gumball. Uh, but uh, <laughs> wow. Do they make any muffins with like a Jolly Rancher in the middle or anything like that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Jawbreaker or something. Yeah. <laughs> this is our banana bread. It's got Laffy Taffy in the bottom layer. Mm. <laughs> exactly. That's really I've weird. Nice, I've a nice piece of chocolate cake with hidden Tootsie Rolls throughout. That's really odd. But it is. It's I do very love. Odd, but, uh, I do love friend cookies though. They're they're always good. No, no. Yes. If you've got good friends, they make good cookies, and you should eat them. Um, even if exactly. I'm not. I'm not at all complaining about their generosity of spirit and. Uh, and the cookie itself was delicious in both cases. Yeah. Just unusual decorating tips, but yeah. uh, in a tiny itty bitty <laughs> living space. All right, well done. Uh, well, I, uh, that's funny because I'm a brownie with some corn nuts <laughs> hidden inside. <laughs> that's funny because I had a sugar-free cookie yesterday. It was so bad that I can never, eat, I, I can't do it. But someone made them, and I, they're just bad. I don't want to call them out. I think yeah. they listen to the show. What about monk fruit? I wonder if people could do monk fruit. I think uh, you can, but cookies. I think the the talk is that monk fruit can loses some of its sweetness when cooked, but is better when oh. you're just putting it on something like sprinkled sure. or mixed into a drink or something. And I can tell you these. Uh, uh, so, like, I take a Phoenix Pearl Tea tea at phoenixpearltea.com. Shout out to uh-huh. Phoenix Pearl Tea. <laughs> I'll make a tea, and then I'll put monk fruit in that. That's awesome. It's just like sugar. In fact, more sweet, mm-hmm. so you can do less of it. And uh, I'm I'm here to tell you, monk fruit, it's the name of the game from now on. Love that stuff. <laughs> Love it. It's so good. It's like granulated sugar. It even looks like it, but it's from this fruit that has zero calories and uh, none of the bad downsides of, of the of the sugar. And the monks yeah. made it. That's where it came from. The monks did it, you know. So anyway, I assume they just prayed and made fruit. Anyway, here's the deal. Uh, Brian, <laughs> Vow of silence and fruit. Yes. yes, vow of silence and fruit. Now, uh, speaking of choking on jerky later, uh, here in a bit, we're going to... Choke gonna, on a brand new flavor today. Yeah, we're going to choke on a new flavor. Uh, Scott will only eat it then, not the rest of the show, which is the problem yesterday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Especially now, because I, I still feel like I got like a little flap of skin or something that like tore loose during that coffee. Oh, but. yeah, I know. I know exactly that feeling. Hate Ugh. it. Hate it. Usually you, you get it you from cut, like cut open your bag. By the way, or are you gonna have to chew it open? I with did. Your no, teeth? I got it open. We're good. Okay. I, I pre I pre <laughs> popped the bag before uh, we got started. Okay, um, so 
today I'll be less of an animal, basically, is what I'm saying. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> filthy animal. All right, check this out. Brian is often the one uh, running little quizzes for us, Babel Royale and freaking Name sure. That Nerd and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be fun to do to try something I made up for you here on the show. And I made okay. this up because of a dream I had that this would be hard to do. And I think it was inspired by that weird Jackbox um, mini game inside of Murder Party 2, which is the one where you do the math and it will oh, say yeah, right. 2 minus 2. And you're like, oh, zero. Uh, yeah, negative right. 5 plus 1. Oh, negative 4. You know, you see your brain's like, wait, this right. is not it's the like same as 2 parse, plus parse, 2. Parse, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's always like trying to fool you. You know, greater than 10, less than whatever. And you're like, oh, wait, no, that my brain... So I'm really slow and bad at that, but I think it's inspired by that because it makes your brain sort of, I don't know, do things. So I'm going to play a game with Brian today. Just okay. real quick. It's easy. This is a, it's called the the 30 second Brian challenge. What right. I call it that? What I call it? Well, the Brian Ibbett 30 second music challenge. Sorry, music. <laughs> but it's, but it's not really music. So forget my title. Oh. Let's just call it oh, okay. Brian Ibbett 30 second media challenge. There. I got it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I need some theme music. Uh, oh, what am I going to use? I'll just use it. So uh, for some reason, I'm going to use our Hollywood music. It's, good, uh, it's a good media. A media sound. I think yeah. of media. Yeah. Think yes. of media when you hear an old timey version of a 1940s hit. <laughs> Public domain. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do this where I ask you a series of questions. You have oh. 30 seconds. To answer all of these, so it's a little bit like when they oh, do the wow. final round in Family Feud, where you oh just yeah, count it right, down. where it's like uh, thirty seconds on the clock. Yep, here's your first question. Yep. Yeah, it's okay. So I'm gonna pull. I thought I had it up. I don't. Timer. Hold on one second. Okay. I'm just gonna pull this up. Okay. Um, I might change this to a minute because I think my time's off. Oh, yeah, really? you know okay. what? We're doing a minute. We're doing a minute. All right. All right, Brian. So it's the one minute media challenge with Brian. And okay. Okay. And my questions are ready. Just make sure I'm ready to hit everything and do this. Closing okay. my eyes because for some reason sometimes I I think better with my eyes. I think better when I'm walking around. You might yeah. if I walk around a little bit. Yeah. I think better when I'm walking around. Yeah, Popeye, Popeye, I, Popeye. Michael Michael J. Fox secret of my success. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Mirror boat boat. All right. Here we go. <laughs> That was in that, wasn't it? That song. It was. It totally was when they're. When see, they're, uh, see, I didn't lose that the, many. Uh, I didn't lose any brain cells. Coffin, sexy time. They exactly. play. Oh yeah, by Yellow. That's right. The two movies that did it in the eighties. That and Ferris Bueller. All right. That's right. So here we go. Uh, hold on. This is set for one minute. All right. So when oh when he gets one right, he'll hear this. When he gets it wrong, and uh, let's begin. Wait. Hold on. Three, two, go. Name four movies that do not exist. <laughs> Ernest Saves Arbor Day. Uh, Die Hard 11. Uh, Star Wars. The Force Goes Back to Sleep. And uh, uh, Jingle All the Won't. <laughs> All right, well we'll try to come up with something funny for no, that. No, that's like very that. good. Name three songs yeah. that don't exist. Uh, you Are My Moonshine. Uh... uh <laughs> Uh-huh. Smells like smells like teen spit. Okay. Uh, uh, black tea sun okay. and cheese uh, um, Louise. This is <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. This is really hard. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, oh, somebody to lunch. There you go. Somebody to lunch. All right. Next up, name four real movies that Brad Pitt is not in. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, nine and a half. Because he was, he was in seven, so he <laughs> um, Four rooms. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, five easy pieces. And uh, crossroads. Very, very good. Nicely done. Uh, what would... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, what would... Ma- I'm turning this... This timer's not good. I'm going to upset you for another minute. Hold on. Because okay. I didn't do it long All right. enough. All right, next one. What would Mad Max Fury Road be called if Max was called Hank? Mad Hank Fury Road? Well done. Uh, next up, <laughs> name three foods that are not real. Jeez. Oh, uh, uh, plum cheese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the judges uh, are saying no. Because plums and cheese could be combined. Oh, you could make cheese with plums. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Worm ribs? Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Two more. Yeah, you can make anything food. That's um, um, not everything. Uh, pl- plastic is not real food. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's good. You got it. You're good. And a uh, uh, a shamburger. A shamburger. <laughs> Judges, shamburger. Okay, we, you, right. you, you ducked that one. All right, next up, uh, we got um, uh, name five serial killers, real ones. Oh, son of Sam, uh, Jack the Ripper. John Wayne Gacy, uh, Ted Bundy. Well done. And four fake presidents. Why was that the fastest one I got? I Jeez, don't know. That's, that's weird. Scary. That's weird. That says something. Uh, name four fake presidents. <laughs> Marvin Lindberger the third. Okay. Uh, uh, Daniel Chode. Uh, <laughs> President Chode. <laughs> All right. Harry Barafonte. Yep. And, uh, uh, and uh, Plank. Okay, Plank. Oh, yeah, I remember. It was President a rough Plank. four years. Yeah. Rough four years. Okay, final question. Name three real countries and one fake one from a real movie about a fake country. I'll repeat the question. <laughs> okay. All Name right. three real countries. So that's uh-huh. the results we're looking for. Three real countries uh-huh. and one fake one from a real movie, not a v- fake movie, but a real movie about a fake country. Sure. All right. Well, this is this is great because we just did the stupid Christmas Prince, so Aldovia, got or it. as I like to call it, Albonia. Yep. Well done. Uh, and then we've got uh, um, Albania, uh, Lithuania, yeah, and um, Germany. You did it. Uh, yeah. I can't believe it's you got that one right. That was meant to completely disrupt your soul, and it didn't do it. <laughs> well, if we wouldn't have seen Christmas Prince, what would I have come up? What would be my second movie that I would come up with? Yeah, and, what's um, a f- good fake country outside of that? Uh, that's what where made was me think coming of it. to America from? That was some fake. Oh, that country. was fake. Yeah, um, McDowell's. Nope, that's where he worked. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what. Not oh, yeah. Wakanda. Wakanda. Duh, Wakanda. Wakanda is uh, is that a country that's or a? a fake, yeah, that's a fake a country. country, right? Isn't it that is a fake f- country? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, we knew it was fake, but it, yeah. It's Welcome just, to Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda forever. Yeah. Uh, what else? There's other fake ones. I can't think of any. Zamunda. Other. Oh, Zamunda is right. Coming to America, Zamunda. Zamunda, yeah. and Gotham City. Nope, that's a city. That's a city. Um, I can't think of any others. Where's Wonder Woman from? Atlantis. Oh, Amazonia. Oh, Amazonia. There's one. Mm-hmm. Well, that counts. So you could have gone all comic book and probably better. Could have gone. Totally could have gone comic book with that. Asgard. Well, that's a, that's not a country. Yeah, Asgard a, is a. Uh, it's a state a, of mind. <laughs> Brian, you've successfully done it. You did it. 
Well done. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, winner, right. winner, chicken dinner. Right. You got most of that right. You know where I would struggle is uh, I would have no problem with uh, things that don't exist because I just make up dumb shit. But uh, that yeah. last one uh, was really good. And your four fake presidents are classic. Those were amazing. <laughs> But you win nothing. There's no score. Yeah. You just, oh, it was fun. That was you very fun. fun. You made this all up. I yeah, can I tell because it's a Mad Max question. Yeah, it was it was dumb. Uh, but I enjoyed it. And thanks for uh, playing. Thank you oh, for yeah. playing. Panem is another good one from the Hunger Games. Yeah, Panem. Panem. Oh, Panem. Right. Is but isn't Panem? Isn't it supposed to be like a part of what used to be a real place, it's, but it got rezoned? It's, and, right. Exactly. It's it's a fake country that's made up of. A post-apocalyptic uh, destruction of our real countries. Right, 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 right. Sokovia. Right. Was that the Sokovia? Is the one from uh, Age of Ultron? Sokovia. Sokovia Accords. Oh, yeah, is that right? yeah, yeah, the- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the where the twins are from. Right. And that's oh. where her accent still oh, yeah. existed. Yeah. <laughs> that's where her accent was from for a sh- for one hot minute. <laughs> Mirvina, the Yugoslavia. No, I'm sorry. That's that was a real country. It was a real country, but. Yeah. That was real. And they made a terrible car that the steering wheel came off of during my date. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well done, everybody. A quick note about Mr. Robot. I know this is a bit of a gear change, but Gabby wrote in. And uh, oh, before I forget, quick thanks Mm -hmm. to Nurse Liz and about four other people in the medical profession who all emailed me yesterday and said, I understand you had a choking incident on the show. If you have any questions, basically, let me know if I can help. And I just really appreciate it, but I was totally fine. I know it sounded it sounded way worse than it was, so just that was nice. But thank you, everybody. Uh, I didn't. I hear. love our listeners. Our listeners are, you know, you guys are the best, especially our just, our professional ones. You know, like our yeah, uh, screw our unprofessional. Well, listeners. what I mean by that is like, why would it, like Doctor Tolbert, Jerry Tolbert, why does he even bother listening to this tripe? Like, I feel like he 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 could go be listening to some. Yeah. Uh, lecture on uh, uh, the medical with the thing and the deal. Like he could be f- going full MIT on us, but instead he spends a little time every morning with us on TMS. So true. Yeah. Totally true. I, yeah. I appreciate that. All right, Brian's jerky time. Jerky time. Jerky time. Turn that off. I like to eat. What we have here, it, whoops. Why are these here? I got sunflower seeds in here. All right. Um, what we have here is a failure to dehydrate. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've got oh that freaking hurts we've got right here uh in our hands some jerky uh this is from what's his name again it's uh uh, uh i'm trying to remember his his avatar name but his uh jesse call is his real name jesse calls that's it and is and in the thing he like, was, can't remember his, his i'm trying to remember his um Mero, Mero prime Mero yes. prime is that it yes Moral Prime. Moral oh, Prime. Yeah. He says, uh, please choose slowly. I don't have jerky insurance. Okay, well, I'll be careful. <laughs> Today we try his homemade teriyaki flavored jerky. Yeah. Mm, Once smells, again, this, oh. smells excellent. Oh, I know, dude. I mean, can you blame me for picking at this all morning? No, mm. not at all. Mm. So good. Is it good? It is good, and it's softer than the original yesterday. I'm eating all this, but it'll be later. Mm hmm. Right? That's what I tell myself. I'm going to put it right here. Right. Not going to eat it at all during jury segment. Not one bit. No. Not at all. No. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know how to make jerky, dude. I guess that's yeah. the point. That's why he sent it to us. But we have two more to go. Um, maybe tomorrow we'll, we'll cram them since it's the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got Cajun. And I don't know what this one is. Oh, it, uh, 
SNH. SNH, which you think is shipping and handling, I say is uh, um, Sorvino and Harrison, who are people we don't know. <laughs> no, I don't. These, they were made into jerky. I've no I know. Sriracha, Sriracha and Haribo gummy bears. Oh, there you go. Yum. Well, hopefully they're laced with THC. I'm going to put these over here. And then I'll get to that tomorrow. Ugh, mm-hmm. Hold on. Before I. Let me dispose of it. Do you need to take a break? No, I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to swallow it down so I know it's uh-huh. gone. Uh huh. I'm not going to breathe. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, there we go. It's gone. Good. It's not there to be uh, choked on, coughed on, otherwise inhaled during, down the wrong pipe. Okay. No inhalation. Actually, no inhalation. Be like Bill, be like Bill Clinton and don't inhale. Yeah, don't do that. All right. Actually, don't be like him. He's got. He's weird. All right. He's got issues. Oh, sweet and hot is S and H. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I got in a weird. Uh, I got in a weird argument. I want to just tell you about real quick on Twitter. Those are fun to air out, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and by the way, I noticed, and I put this up there, and there's been some discussion around it, and I want to make this pretty clear, and I don't know, not everyone's going to hear this, obviously, but I made the comment that that some of the some of the worst stuff I run into, like just bumping into mean-spirited people, like people are just kind of mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. It always seems to come from the wow end of the pool, is how I'll say it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Now, that's going to be true of any major thing where there's a ton of fandom, like... And especially in video games, League of Legends or sure. Call of Duty or whatever, you're going to find it for some parts of Fortnite. Um, and they all they all seem to be people who chose Maldraxxus as their uh, oh. their <laughs> covenant. <laughs> now it's all making sense. Now it makes sense. I'm sorry, please. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> like there's this feeling of just generally like, um, yeah, there's toxicity in anything that's big and everybody's got a lot of investment in it or whatever. Okay. And so I wanted to clear it up that also some of my greatest friendships and relationships have come out of the wow side of the pool. So, sure. so I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to blanket anything. But the reason this all came up is I got this guy who's, <clears throat> who's uh, you know, follows the show and, and was replying to me this morning or the other day. And I said something about 600 bucks or whatever. It didn't seem like a lot in the stimulus package for people that really need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. that that was the comment. And his I think comment, I saw the comment. It was like, uh, uh, oh, there, you made some comparison that I thought was pretty apt. Oh, I just I said, I said, it's if there was ever, this is the most modern day, let them eat cake that oh, I, right. something That's like right. that, yes. which mm-hmm. uh, which it feels like that to me. It just feels mm-hmm. like Congress is completely out of touch with people, and uh, and this is a that is a nonpartisan statement, by the way, across the board. Right. So yeah. So anyway, I say that, and then his reply to me was, uh, "End the lockdowns." <laughs> and I said, "Now, what I should have said was a little bit more than I said, but what I said in reply was, I think you have me confused with somebody else." What I should have said is I think you have me confused with someone who has the power to end whatever lockdowns you're talking about. My point is what, yelling that to me is like saying, walking up to a stranger who says, oh, look, they've got grapes on sale. And then yelling to them, end world hunger <laughs> or yeah. save the whales in their face or whatever, as if, <laughs> as if they are in any sort of position to do anything about what you're asking. And so that was my only point to him was like, why? Well, I, I don't know why. Why are you telling me that? Like. I don't know what you're saying to me. And then there was a lot of other discussion in and around it about there are no actual lockdowns. He realizes that, right? And they're all arguing with him. But I'm just like, 
Why are you yelling at me to do a thing I have no power to do? Right, anyway, exactly. then he got yes. super toxic in another venue. Don't want to get into details. Uh, but I was like, I got to, you know, probably mute you. And this is a bummer. And why do you got to be this way? And I'm just asking, why would you yell that at me when I'm, you know, did you mean to yell at your governor or your local and state legislature? Like, what are you, right. who are you mad right. at? Or, or is there something that you're locking down? that we don't know that you're locking down personally that, that he was trying to get across. He's not talking about like restaurants and, and, um, and things like that. He wants you to stop locking down your, um, your barbecue cover because oh, uh, he wants be. to sneak yeah. over in the middle of the night and unlock your, and, and use your barbecue. Right. I've got a seat cover on top of a car seat right now. Maybe he means that. Uh, get that, get yeah, that seat out. Let unlock be- your seat cover. Yes. Right. Well, there it is then. See? Anyway, it just bums me out, and I'm glad that we have a community that that, that is predominantly not that. And uh, so, thanks mm-hmm. to everybody who's not that. Okay. When you when you, uh, you when you when you act nice, you attract nice people, and that's what we've done with the uh, the tadpole. Yeah, tadpole I don't know nice why people. I don't know why I let those people get under my skin, but I do because part of it is me wanting to understand how two people just trying to live their lives have mm-hmm. this one intersection where this is the interaction. I don't understand it. I, don't, yeah. I never quite understand the psychology of it because it, to me, I don't know where it came from. I don't know why he's saying it. I don't know why he's now dig, digging mm-hmm. down. Or, right? or why he's expecting you personally to do, to do about anything. it. <laughs> like I have no, his comment back to me was, Oh, okay. Coming from a car a guy who earns money as a cartoonist and podcaster. Okay. I get it. I'm like, I, wait a minute. Uh, what, okay, it, what, so, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Now I've caused a problem by. Well, I don't know if he's saying my, that. My uh, job choice? Do you want me to draw our way out of lockdowns? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're Coming saying. Coming up to on me. the next Fred and Ken, Fred ends the lockdown. I mean, I'm not naive. I know what he's probably saying is like easy for you to yeah, to feel right. like you aren't as in big a jeopardy as others are who are affected that's by having it. to cut staff exactly or, or, uh, and i agree i'm, I'm not those real. people and i agree it sucks and i agree and more empathy in their direction if that's his point i don't think that's his point i think his point was to uh was to Stir poke the, the dog pot. yeah just yes so quit doing that everybody and be nice Look all right it off. moving on yeah. uh we're gonna do some news and uh here it comes Remember that? That'll take you back. I do. That is that is such. (laughs) I found that the other day and went, "Oh, I got to. That's got to be one of our rotations." And I'm visualizing a diamond, like a multicolored diamond thing, spinning around and slowing down, and the logos in the middle of the diamond. I think so too. It was uh, PBS, I think, and they may it may have mm -hmm. changed a few times, but I'm pretty sure it was PBS that did it. And I also remember something rotating. The one I saw was like early 70s and was just pink, blue, and white PBS. Mm, but I, yeah, know okay. there, I know there are other versions of it. But man, that sound wow. is so synonymous with me just hunkering down for some Sesame Street or whatever. Just can't replicate it in my head. Anyway, yeah. hey, that uh, today's news uh, yeah. brought by that song is brought to you by... <laughs> brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster. Hey, are you the world's best podcaster? Are you a perfect podcaster? Chances are, no. You could choose to you could use to learn a few things. We all could use to learn a few things. I could use to learn a few things. Sure. Um, and, and the best way to do that is to uh, be subject to the uh, criticisms and reviews of folks like Jenny Josephson and Justin Robert Young and TMS's very own Scott Johnson. Mm. Be a contestant is what I'm trying to tell you on America's Next Top Podcaster by going to America's Next Top Podcaster dot com. Sign up 
today. Yeah, go check it out, you guys. Coming up. We begin the season in January. Woo! 2021 just got more exciting. That's right. All right. Uh, Let's talk news here. We got this story about a U.S. judge who has declared that parents owe their son over his trashed porn collection. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. uh, I I think we talked about how this guy was taking his parents to court for it, right? Yeah, and the judge has now ruled in their favor, or in his favor, (laughs) saying that his parents owe him. A U.S. judge in Michigan has ruled that a 42-year-old man can seek compensation from his parents for destroying his pornography collection, which was apparently vast. David Working... I'm just saying that's a hair. It's not a great name. Uh, working. Yeah, working. Uh, it's spelled like jerking without the J. That's what's funny. W E R K I N G, who was living with his parents following a divorce, sued them over the, t- uh, the items which he claims were worth over $25,000 US. That's a lot of. Wait, how, is, how can that porn be worth that? It must be vintage and stuff. Right? There's probably vintage, or there's probably just a lot of it. Um, Amazing that he got a divorce, this guy. Mom. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to cast. Well, don't don't go into guesses. that room right there. That is my room. That is my domain. That is where the other I door knob's my... a little sticky, but don't go in there. That is where I keep my pornography. <laughs> His parents argued that they told Mister Working to not bring the items home. The judge said that even his landlords, Mister Working's parents, had no right to dispose of the items owned by their son. Mr. Working slash Jerking had lived with his parents in Grand Haven, Michigan for 10 months after his divorce, but moved out in August 2017. He now lives in the great state of Indiana. Is, is Mr. Working hard or hardly working? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Well done. Tip he'll, your way. He'll be here all week. Try the veal or whatever. Try the jerky. Yeah, try the jerky. Uh, let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. says he had left his extensive and quote irreplaceable unquote collection of magazines and films at his parents house when he initially moved out and later discovered they were missing uh, the parents said they were not willing uh, sorry they were not willing to help move the items to Indiana and did not want them in their home Mr. Working filed the lawsuit arguing the items were illegally destroyed in April of 2019 emails between Mr. Working and his father stated that the items included 12 boxes of quote pornography plus two boxes of sex toys according to mm. the Sentinel Mr. Working said there were over 1,600 DVDs and tapes. Good Lord. Yep. Go digital, dude. You can yep. probably put it all on a little hard drive the size of a cigarette box. Yep. Uh, but here's what's funny. It won't one- help you with the sex toys. And how do you need two boxes of sex toys? Good <laughs> I Lord. Know, dude, I know. I know Jeez. this guy. This guy is, uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. You may how wanna, big is a fleshlight these days, people? You may want to go get. I don't know. He yeah. may need to talk someone. Um, anyway, says, there are things that begin with the word pocket. Yeah. Literative things that begin with the word pocket. You shouldn't need two boxes of them. Mm-mm. No, sir. Uh, in one email, by the way, Mr. Working's father told him he did him a, quote, big favor by getting rid of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Except for this lawsuit. I think he might be right. I don't know. <laughs> well, good luck <laughs> to Mr. Porn Freak, and uh, don't Jeez. move here. All right. Move can on. We, can we... Uh, uh, can we start a GoFundMe for the parents? I'm I mean, fine with that. Like, I'd like to. <laughs> I know. As, like, okay, so put yourself in their boat. If you are these parents and your mm-hmm. son is, we don't know the whole story, but let's just, 
let's make some assumptions here. The divorce was it weird. It feels like there's some pretty easy assumptions to make. Yeah, he's living with you at 42. He's, One arm's you know. stronger than the other. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he looks like somebody from that over-the-top movie where their one arm's huge. <laughs> right, yes. Exactly, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's really funny. Uh, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, exactly. But Brandy. if you want some cooked chicken, maybe go to Florida. Here's what happened. At least mm-hmm. 240,000 chickens were killed in a Florida fire. Oh, no. That's, I call that a barbecue. That's a that's a big barbecue. At least 240,000 chickens were killed when a fire swept through two densely packed barns in Florida owned by one of the nation's largest distributor of shell eggs. That's a lot of chickens in two barns. No kidding. I mean, wonder what they mean by barn. Let's see. I mean, you've seen those long, almost like the length of greenhouses, those really long uh, rooms where they keep chickens, but geez, got to be something like that. So I'm just picturing a barn barn. I'm sure that's not. Uh, I mean, I, I you know, feel like it. The fire probably put them out of their misery. They're probably having just a horrible, cramped. Yep. You life. will sit next to each other. You will poo and pee here, and you will lay eggs that's all right. day for our benefit. That's right. what they were told, and now they're dead. That's what they were told. Yes. The fire was reported at around 1 a.m. on Tuesday by farmhands at the Calmaine Foods facility in Dade County, Florida. Sean Whited, Whitted? How would you say that? Not Whitehead. Sean Whitted? Sorry. Oh, Whited. Yeah, I'd say Whited. Whited. Operations Whited. Division Chief of the uh, Pasco County Fire Rescue said in an interview, didn't matter, I didn't even need to say the guy's name, but I said it anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Both barns were destroyed, or sorry, destroyed, housed two large coops. Each of one had been filled with more than 60,000 young hens, known as pup, uh, pullets. I didn't know that. You ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. I have, yes. I've never heard of that. A, a pullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you order that? Can I go to Chick Fil A and say, "Can I have a pullet?" Uh, not to Chick Fil A, but you could go to a, a butcher shop. Oh, they would know, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would totally know. Hopefully, it's not Ed Bloomquist there. And they say, uh, right? They'll, they'll say, "I'd like uh, two chickens, uh, that one there and that one there," and they'll yeah. say, "Okay, take your cock and pull it and uh, and uh, get out of here." <laughs> Old a, joke. No. Yes, but. Appropriate for our times. <laughs> Certainly appropriate for this story. Yeah. Uh, it said here they had not started to lay eggs yet. Uh, the farm is in a rural part of the ca- county. Uh, so we had to bring in tanker trucks, he said. The cause of the fire was under investigation by the fire marshal in the state there. And they said that the financial losses have been estimated to be about a million dollars. The farm, one uh, one of dozens of facilities in Calmaine Foods based in Jackson, Mississippi, operates across the country, has four barns altogether. So, yeah, that's a lot of chickens. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't eat them in this form when they're burned like that. So so it's just a loss of chickens. That's a lot of... That is not that's a Christmas miracle. a lot miracle. of chicken. Yeah. No more chickens. My daughter says, proof again that why I'm a vegetarian. And I said, okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah, well, hard to argue with this story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're raised so poorly, right? Like, mm-hmm. we've known this for a long time. And even when they say free range, the, the rules are like, if they get two more inches or some space, I don't know what it is for free range. I shouldn't say that, but I don't know what it is. But it's still not great. Like, mm-hmm. what we do, we need to hurry up and get good at the lab-grown bit and just figure out a way to take the chicken cells, which we've done recently. Chicken mm-hmm. is not hurt. He just has some cells extracted. You take right. it to the lab, and you make a bunch of nuggets out of it. Those are going to start selling soon in different markets. If that stuff's good and tastes like proper chicken, 
I have no problem getting rid of the let's quit slaughtering chickens. Let's just eat chicken that yeah, way. Totally. I'm okay. Impossible chicken. Make yeah. some impossible chicken. Yes. Um, by the way, uh, Luke Skywalker gave me crap. He says, you went a long way for that joke. The, the, uh, oh, we go. We do that all the time, earlier. Luke. All yeah. the time. You but. know what, though? That was I just crossed the road for that one. That's all. That's how. <laughs> you could argue that that was part of the same trip, and now you've really gone a long way for that. <laughs> what a long, strange trip this was. <laughs> Luke, what it tells you is we are willing to go as far as it takes. That's what we're. That's, that's what right, we do. Exactly. And we're willing to just take those extra steps so you don't have to there, bud. Uh, here's a story, a, a fun story about the uh, the PlayStation 5. Everyone's still mm-hmm. trying to get a hold of one. That and Xbox Series Xs are impossible to get Two. right now. Uh, I've been keeping an eye out. I'm not I'm not actively searching, but I'm keeping an eye out. If I see one, PS5, I'll buy yeah. it. I feel bad that it's been that hard for both consoles. Nobody can get them right now. I know. And this would it's be, a good... be a sad Christmas for people. Yeah. Some kids that's are going to wake up. That's all Pete Davidson as Eminem wanted for uh, for Christmas, and I don't think he got one. Oh, is that all he wanted? Oh, I heard. Yeah. Do you hear this about Pete Davidson? He's going to have all his tattoos removed, starting with his face or hands or something, and then work his way. He's going to remove them all. He doesn't have any face tattoos. He does have, I think he, I don't know if he even has a neck tattoo. I can't remember. Hold on. But he does have, I'm sure he's got an Ariana Grande tattoo on there somewhere, a Kate Beckinsale tattoo. Ooh, I, I she, don't know. Uh, he might be having a bad week because she just got engaged. Maybe she he heard. Did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Pete Davidson tattoos. Okay, so I think I think if that if if he didn't realize it was over then, then I think he should have realized it was over. But he had Kate Beckinsale to to help him get over Ariana Grande. I mean, I don't know how he uh, yeah no how he does thing. that. Oh, here it is. Uh, Pete Davidson reportedly removing all of his tattoos, according to U.S. Weekly, Entertainment Tonight, Teen Vogue, and Just Jared, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> says if you're uh, he has a hundred tattoos and he's gonna get them oh, all wow. removed all right well that seems like a waste yeah. of time and money but go for it i yeah. mean maybe a waste of time to get a hundred tattoos in the first place well that's um, what i mean like why do it and then take oh yeah all off, and like, then decide right exactly and, and then it's really painful them, it's super painful man like, um, you know, it was really cool. So we've been watching, or we watched the two episodes of the holiday movies that made us, which are great. And, yeah. and I might've saved that might've been smart for me to save that for recommendals tomorrow. Cause I'm not sure what else I'm going to use. So you might hear about this again tomorrow, All right. but, um, for nightmare before Christmas, they interview, uh, Danny Elfman and Danny Elfman's got this wicked, like really cool looking sleeve. The only tattoo you see on Danny Elfman is yeah. this like sleeve? He's got a short sleeve shirt, and you see it coming out of his arm. It's really cool looking. Hmm. But, what is uh, it? It's a Jack I don't know why he just didn't seem like a. Um, it looks like some sort of. Um, I mean, it's very a very uh, abstract design kind of thing, which is what I would expect. It's not like a yeah. picture of a bikini woman with an anchor underneath that says "mom" or something like that. It's like a. <laughs> yeah. I should have gotten a. Um, I should have got one called. Um, let's see. But I do. I totally want to tour Danny Elfman's house. You see this background stuff? He's got all this. He's got those glass bulbs that are covering some sort of item on a pedestal that looks like a skeleton of something or a. Oh yeah, no. Go, this is the house that tour just his house. This just sold. Um, uh, this so funny. You brought this up. L.A. Times yesterday. Danny Elfman and Bridget Fonda sell Hancock Park Haunt for eight point seven million. So that crazy wow. house you're talking about just got sold. Um. Yeah, but I'm sure he'll take all of his cool stuff with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, one would think. Yeah. I don't know. He probably has people for that, but... 
Well, that is crazy timing, though. Yeah, Only look at that. that living room. Is that amazing? That's a much more normal living room than I would have expected for uh, Danny Elfman. Yeah, it's pretty gothic, though. You know, like it is like the hanging. Yeah, the uh, the ceiling that hangs stuff on the ceiling yeah, and that. I like that huge kind of painting. Eight point seven. Oh, that's a million. big movie room. Oh, that's cool. Right. It converts into a movie room, but it's also like a general like hangout room. Yeah, uh, that's cool. And he does have a couple of those weird things under glass and on that front table. It's 100 years old, uh, eight rooms, or sorry, eight bathrooms. Creepy, creepy doll heads is what's under there. That's strange. Seven, okay, I'm sorry, six bedrooms, yeah. eight bathrooms. That's <laughs> weird, weird. Uh, you know. I love it. You have, a, you have some musicians over to, to jam with. Uh, you want them all to be able to go to the bathroom at the same time. I didn't know Bridget Fonda and him were married or together. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's She's weird. no longer a single white female. No. She's uh doing oh man that movie really disturbed me back in the day <laughs> we would need to watch it for film second yeah we probably should but he he or she reminds the only thing i ever think of her is in jackie brown and her and robert de niro's little oh, scene together yeah. and it grosses me out because robert de niro is really <laughs> old in that anyway <laughs> uh so there's your story about danny elfman which wasn't was not what i was gonna do oh oh here we go so this guy He's he's a space force soldier. Okay, he was supposed okay. to be. He got demoted wow. because yeah. he skipped training in order to get a PS5. So it's part of this new space force guardians <laughs> thing or whatever. I'm guessing he didn't miss a thing. He probably didn't. Uh, Here's says, today we're going to be covering what you do if you see an alien. <laughs> where's Where's Williams? Where is he? Yeah. Get the PS5. He's uh, out PS5, the sir. PS5, sir. <laughs> Yeah, these are Guardians now. They're not. Uh, yeah, they're Space not messing Force around. Soldiers. They're like uh, Destiny Two characters now. Guardians of the atmosphere. There you have it. We made this up ourselves. Look at this logo. We swear we didn't <laughs> rip it off from Star Trek. It's it's totally not Star Trek. Yeah, totally. A uh, soldier in the United States Army in the controversial Space Force has been demoted for ditching drills in order to acquire his PS5. Uh, remember the USSF? We don't have to. It's the whole back or Trump backed space branch program thing. Whatever. Um, this time, it's because a number uh, or a member of the force turned up 30 minutes late for a fitness lesson after he was uh, apparently out scouring nearby targets to uh, search for a PlayStation 5 console. Uh, Airman first class. He was, just, he was just analyzing the targets. He was uh, trying to hit the tar- He was trying to hit as many targets as possible. Yep, you're that's, right. That's, that's training right there. Look at the drop. So military folk will understand this, but uh, he was demoted from Airman first class to senior Airman. Thanks to the transgression, he was contacted by a superior and told to get to class, to which he simply replied in a text, YOLO, comma, PS5, greater than letters of discipline, unquote. Not cool. Wow, and he only got devoted to senior airmen and not uh, toilet work or something? like. kick him out, man. This is weird. (sighs) YOLO. YOLO, commander. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, what is it? It was a fitness training... Cyberbacon says, nope, other way around. What do you mean? The the demotion? The, the article says he was demoted to senior airman. Oh, from Cyber, to, sorry. Cyberbacon, yeah. Airman first class, he was demoted from senior airman. Okay. Well, here's, in your defense, the article says, who was promptly demoted to from senior airman thanks to the transgression. That's a terrible, terrible yes. paragraph. Right. It has to and from before yeah. the word senior airman, so... <laughs> Yeah. So I don't think the writer, I think the writer was like, 
I know it's either to or from. I'm going to leave that and fix it before this gets published. Oops, forgot to fix it before it got published. Yep. Now check out this letter. You were late to work and insinuated to your supervisor that buying a PlayStation was more important to you than the first disciplinary consequences of your action. I don't know why I put the word first on there. There isn't the word isn't there. <laughs> States the letter, which was posted on the Air Force AMNNCO Facebook page on Tuesday. Uh, here we go. It says, your actions are an extreme deviation from the professionalism expected of you as a member of the armed forces, unquote. Hmm. Signed, Michael Pence. Michael Pence, <laughs> king of space. All right. Space Force master and commander. <laughs> Uh, we are going to take und break. When we come back, we'll have Justin and kind of look at the state of things, uh, see what's going on out there in the world. When that happens, you'll know it because he'll be here. Before all of that, though, a song break. Brian? Yes. Oh, you know, it, I don't think we've ever played like Nordic uh, electro folk music i don't oh. think we've ever ever <laughs> delved into that realm for india in the middle but we're doing it today um this, there's kind of like a little bit of a i don't know like a sarah brightman enya last song uh any lennox song last song of uh, lord of the rings kind of feel to this that i really really like and it feels it feels appropriate for a couple days before christmas to be honest yeah. um this is a brand new single by what's her name Mirker, M Y R K U R. <laughs> I'll believe you. I believe you. Mir- Mirker. Uh, it's a single, it's a reimagining of a song by the great Harold Foss, tells the tale of the Grand Prince Yaroslav of Novgorod and his daughter, Elisabeth of Kiev. Wow. Uh, of course it does. I mean, you would have figured that out listening to it anyway. You don't need me to tell you. Yeah, that old story. Song. Jeez. <laughs> the brand new song is called Drowning Elisive. Uh, Best if you just find a link somewhere. <laughs> you know, there'll be a link on uh, on, on coverville.com slash TMS because yeah. Iceworm takes care of all that. There you go. That's where you'll that's exactly where you'll find it. Yep. Um anyway, here's Mirker and uh drawing Elisive and uh, enjoy.
we're here to talk about showers. That's right, that thing you do every day so you can be nice and refreshed and ready for your day. Well, we're excited to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Nebia. Uh, they're backed by some of the biggest names in Silicon Valley. You may have heard of Tim Cook of Apple fame. Designed mm, by former Tesla. Oh, yeah, he's great, right? Up there with his products. Products. Uh, <laughs> he's a former <laughs> Tesla. Or not, he's not. Designed by former Tesla, NASA, and Apple engineers who spent years researching and developing a superior shower experience that saves water and is anything but ordinary. The Nebbia by Moen Shower Spa is Nebbia's most advanced shower yet with twice the coverage and half the water usage of standard shower heads. So for example, despite using 45% less water, its spray is 81% more powerful than the competition. That seems good, doesn't it, Brian? That seems it's good. Amazing. Yeah, I don't. I for for being a water saving, you usually get those water saving uh, showers, and they just trickle. Yeah. Out of the the shower head. No, this one. This feels like it's putting out more water than our previous shower head. I that's, love it. That's exactly right. Nebbia's atomized droplets, rinse shampoo and conditioner, even out of the thickest of hair. Not really a problem mm. for me, or Brian. No, mine's no. thin. Well, Yours you know, is... my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's other hair to deal with. Sure. <laughs> With self-installation being so easy, Nebbia by Moen can be installed in 15 minutes or less without the need for contractors, plumbers, broken tiles, all the stuff I usually do. Um, honestly, if you can change a light bulb, you can install Nebbia by Moen. Nebbia balances functionality with clean aesthetics to achieve a timeless design. The Nebbia by Moen shower spa or spa shower is available in four premium finishes to complement any bathroom, white and chrome, spot resistant nickel, matte black and black and chrome brian which one did you get i can't remember i went with the uh, matte black which looks so cool and and also is kind of a design motif that we're going to be going uh changing our bathroom to so it's like oh this is kind of ahead of the ahead of the rest of the bathroom we'll we'll redesign the bathroom around that matte black which just looks gorgeous so for you was it as easy to install as i'm sure it was easier for you because i'm super dumb with this kind of stuff i've never done anything plumbing wise i have you know, Tina's dad used to be our our go-to person for uh, coming over anytime we needed anything done. Tina's dad, could you come over and install? I did this myself. It took 15 minutes. It's not an exaggeration. It was easy and looks great. There's no, you know, I don't have any tape holding anything up or <laughs> like nails in the wall, like right. other projects I might have done. Sure. Super, super easy. That's awesome. Do you, do you okay, we're both tall guys. How yeah. did you feel about yeah. the height of the thing? Because that was a worry I had, and I'm, I'm happy to say it worked out great for me. How's that feel for you? It's perfect for me, too, because um, I have to shave my head a lot, and I don't want water constantly running on my head while I've got you know the, the uh, shaving cream or the stuff on it, which is probably a similar thing to women who don't want to, want to wash their hair every day. I just have it up there. Uh, get under the water gets me all you know I'll, I'll i'll wet it up then i move the shower head down put the stuff on my head shave my head again and then move it back up to rinse it's amazingly flexible and and easy to use for uh for all that kind of stuff it doesn't feel like you're gonna break it either which is nice no like no it feels solid it's like it and it stays wherever you move that shower head it stays so it's like up get yep. me uh all covered with water and it's like a like a steam bath in there, which is fantastic. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to make any false claims here over, overall, but I do want to make this one statement. For some reason, it took longer for my water to heat up before I got this thing, and now my water mm. heats up faster. So I'm not only saving water; I seem to be getting hotter faster, which is great when it's 23 degrees out. So I guess I'm glad that's happening as well. 
Uh, you can also yeah. get shower shelves. They install in minutes. They're 100% mm-hmm. sustainable. Uh, the finish matches your Nebia Moen uh, uh, decision on, on your design. So your black and chrome must have fit nicely with that. Uh, Perfectly. Yeah, it looks good. The, the shelf sits right next to it. It's got little little holes so all the water drains out from uh, the bar of soap, the shampoo, which I don't use, and uh, other things. It's... it's uh, and it looks perfect. It's the perfect complement to the yeah. shower. They have great accessories, including a shower curtain that uh, we ended up getting made from 41, uh, 41 recycled water bottles, anti-billowing design, machine washable, PVC free, and designed uh, to last 10 years. 41 recycled water bottles are wow. in my shower curtain. And you'd never know. It's just this nice shower curtain that just looks really good. When I found out it was made from all this recycled stuff, I don't know. I felt like I was, I felt like my carbon footprint lifted a little Doing- doing something right that's right, right. yeah you're it's not too bad <laughs> so check this out the nebia by moen shower spa starts at just 199 for tms or morning stream listeners like you guys and we have a great deal for you for the first 100 people to use the code tms at nebia.com we'll give 15 percent off site-wide that's a 15 percent savings across the site no matter what you get Nebia rarely does deals like this, so this is a great deal for you to jump on right now, especially for the holidays. Go to nebia.com slash TMS. That's N-E-B-I-A dot com slash TMS to check out what they have to offer. And like we said, the first 100 people to use that code TMS when checking out will save 15%. Oh, Brian, can you think of anything better? What a deal. I could almost do the math on that myself and figure out how much they're going to get. But it's better if they go do it themselves. Nebia.com slash TMS. There you go. And also, just a side note, this is as close as it ever felt like that I was taking a shower with Brian because we both. (laughs) It is the morning stream. It is. So go have your own and get one. They're awesome. One more time. It's Nebia.com slash TMS. If you don't return, you turn into three ghosts of Christmas. I can't be three. I only have one clothes. Beef meat. The morning stream. Look out, Muppets. All right, everybody, welcome back to the program. The program. program. We have returned to Earth. Let's see. We're gonna get uh, you know, you know him, you love him, Justin, in here on the show. The jury will now enter. Yeah, the jury will enter, and he'll have his say, and then he'll exit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a little bit like getting diarrhea. You just get it; it does its thing, and then you're then you're good again. Then you're mm-hmm. fine. So let's start it off properly with this. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. The one, the only, the Christmas version of Justin Robert Young. Justin, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, friends. Hello. How are you? I'm Hello. Fine. Are you well is the question. How are you? Oh, you know me. Just a ball of sunshine yeah. at all times. <laughs> just uh, brightening the day of all around me. Now, normally, Except for your room. You're not oh, yeah. brightening your room. It's your room uh, like everything's off. Is there a power outage? Uh, pay I, your wait, what do you mean? Bill? You're just a little lighter in the background. I can still see it, but it's lighter for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Well, no, I have a new lens, so uh, uh, it just it shows a little less light. It's a little bit more focused here. It's focused well, on you. Your on-air on sign is off. Uh, your your background. Well, the on-air the on-air sign is never on. <laughs> oh, it isn't. Okay. 
No. Don't you usually have a TV back there flipping around the uh, the Diamond Club logo? It's, I don't, you know, this is here. not important. Like, I don't know why you're criticizing my background. <laughs> I'm pointing out that it's a little bit darker than usual. That's all. It's, I mean, it's been like this for the last three weeks, but thank you for noticing. Okay. All right. No, it's good. We're all noticing new things today. Um, <laughs> I noticed that. So this is a weird year because you would normally be in like Florida right now or something probably seeing family or whatever. often yeah, yeah florida or ohio usually yeah. yeah how does that feel is it weird or is it just like you guys are just dealing and saying ah nice yeah. christmas at home me and ashley and the bird let's let's go like how do you feel i mean i i would presume that we're probably like many people uh for which uh you know this is yet the latest indignity that uh, 2020 has uh, foisted upon us. So at, at the very least, it, we have we have practice, uh, you know, having gone through uh, Thanksgiving and, and, you know, hell, I was this was supposed to be like an insane travel year for me. Yeah. I was supposed to be all over the country randomly at last minute times going, you know, just trying to make the podcast as exciting as possible. And, uh, obviously that, uh, didn't happen because of the pandemic. And so here we are, here you know, are. uh, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna make the best of it to be totally honest. It wasn't until like 48 hours ago that I really processed that this was Christmas week. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. My, my wife was yeah, last night. Does it was- feel yeah, Tell me the same thing. Right. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. It feels weird. So we're going to try like from today until the weekend. The goal here is we're cranking the Christmas music because it's kind of not been on. We're going to yeah. like, get the lights on as much as possible all the time. We're going to uh, hope for snow. <laughs> like we're just going to go. I'll push on all those stereotype directions of uh, Christmas Yuletide fun as best we can because up till now it just hasn't felt like it at all and we need it. So that's what we're going to do. And, uh, uh, are you up. done with your present shopping and everything? Like, yeah, has, has that been all wrapped? Yeah, we're good with uh, that stuff. Like a lot of the stuff was done forever ago because Kim plans way ahead and never waits. Oh, you the say, last how minute. much does Kim do versus how much do you do? Like, oh, um, an enormous amount compared to me. Are you kidding? It's mm-hmm. like not even close. Yeah, like she she is she's on top of it. So anything that we are doing for like her parents or you know my, my uh, Wendy's family in Minnesota or any of this kind of stuff. All, all that's headed by Kim. She A, knows what they want or need or could use, and B, mm-hmm. knows to do it way in advance so that we're not waiting for Amazon when you know UPS can't ship straight or whatever. Like She's got it right. all taken care of and done. The only stuff I had to worry about was her and a couple little things for the kids that mm-hmm. are specific for me. But for the most part, it's a team effort. And by team, <laughs> I mean Kim does it, and I'm happy to be there. 90% Kim, 2% Scott. Yep. Yeah. Yes, that's kind of what it is in this house, too. Yeah. And I'm okay with it because mm-hmm. um, what's worked out so far. <laughs> is what Thank I'm you saying. for doing that, Jerry. It's it's uh, I wouldn't be able to concentrate for the next uh, yeah. segment. Yeah, he was struggling. Clearly. Uh, Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm turning yeah. on my background. So, yeah, I know. You got to get the I Vizio. see like the Let's Matrix to, or something. Uh, there we go. Oh, okay. there we go. Oh, look. Advertising. Oh, look Advertising. Um, all right. So speaking of politics, uh, First of all, two things. One, uh, last week uh, you aired an episode of PX3 that it featured an interview with some yoho named Scott Johnson 
uh, and it was yeah. You made your 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 politics 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 debut, and and I would say to rave reviews. I've gotten nothing but but glowing glowing praise that this was the best interview that we've ever had on uh, the show. Uh, uh, it was uh, yeah. No people people absolutely loved it, and I thought it was. I thought it was great. I mean, I think anybody who's who who likes or hates this segment uh, really should listen to it because I think it was not only a great uh, look into kind of our dynamic, but also uh, just a meditation on politics and and what mm-hmm. politics means to different people. And I think uh, what we kind of honed in on was uh, uh, I, I think something that was really interesting in in terms of how you look at the the political world and how personal it is yeah i think so too also just um i should i should state this for the record for some reason i'll I'll do interviews here and there just whatever people want to have me on their shows or whatever stuff you know i've been on various things for a long time justin has a way on this segment and otherwise but you have a weird you have this weird way of getting me to say stuff I normally wouldn't say. And I think that, and I don't mean that in any like kind of Barbara negative. Walters of uh, podcasting. There, there's no negative connotation to that. What I, I, I mean by that is like, you're very good at providing context and the space to be, to for, for me, at least this is how I felt again, speak for other guests, but for me to feel like it was not only a safe and okay for me to talk about those things, but it it feels like it gets drawn out of me in a way that isn't forced, that isn't like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Hopefully that, that sort of explains it to people who are listening to this. But you should go listen to it and see what you think. He's very good yeah. at getting people to open up and 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 uh, boy, how did, did I? And it was very, it was cathartic for me because after that, I just had a better day. <laughs> like, I just felt like <laughs> I, cool. I got That's a lot awesome. of that stuff out. You know, it's like in, in a weird way, it was almost like this end piece to four years of frustration. And and some of you might be saying, oh, that's just Trump time. Well, it is, but it isn't. There's more to it than that. Um, I think, I feel- yeah, because we, we got into a lot of, of you know, and, and, and I'm not a therapist or or somebody that has any uh, kind of training in this. And in, in many ways, uh, for most of the things that I do, I'm I'm just kind of Brian Fellows like I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just a man who loves animals and has a, a great school education. Uh, but I do think that what we went through over the past four years, culturally, we've never gone through before. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in the the reasons why we were angry. Like if you ask people, why are people angry? And then they yell and scream about something that just happened or or a person that is very famous or or in power or a decision that they made. And that can be it. But also there is the more you actually talk to people and the more you see like, well, why was this a specific issue? Why why did this become something beyond what we have normally seen in the past? And and I think you tend to find that these sort of reactions come from sort of primal places and unpacking that is important. It's important if we want to evolve. It's important if we want to move on, because I think that you've even seen over the past, you know, couple uh, uh, weeks that there has been sort of a lessening of the tension. Yeah. And, and there has been an element of like, 
okay, well, is this a an exhalation of in, in, insustainability mm-hmm. uh, that we can't be this keyed up for this long? Yeah. Um, now, in some ways, it's impressive how long we did do it, like how long we stayed keyed up. Well, I'm not saying it's over. I'm not saying we're not going to see some keyed up moments, but I have noticed a considerable tangible drop in um, on my social feeds where that stuff is normally, you know, bubbling up all the time from all sorts of people. I've noticed a simmering down. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like you feel like you're seeing that as well, where it's just like, okay. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I think we have. And part of me wonders whether or not it would have happened if the election had gone the other way. I I I, I almost feel like there was again a a primal element of well, what does this mean? Yeah. What does any of this mean? Right. Like like how do we how do we process this if if screaming and yelling all the time didn't get us what we wanted then what now now uh obviously there was a very angry uh, uh side in opposition to donald trump donald trump uh uh no matter how many uh, friday night brainstorming sessions he has in the oval office will no longer be the president in january uh but i i i do wonder i i think that there there might have just been a cyclical element to this yeah i think so too and i'm i was I don't know. I just found it to be a good opportunity to lay some of that stuff out and bookend my own experience in a, in a, in a way. Again, it's not like, you know, we're not, we're not done with the, the like it, this idea. It's one of the things I kind of came to the conclusion of and why I think the interview was cathartic for me is I am finally acknowledging that this p- push and pull, this back and forth, this part of the reality is always sort of been there. And I had always just been better at being sort of ignorant of it. And, uh, not giving it time of day as much because I didn't think it affected me very much. Like, you know, when I was, uh, let's say a little kid, how worked up was I about the energy shortage and everyone hating on Carter? And, and, uh, (laughs) I wasn't at all. I didn't have any, no impact on me at all. It's like, it's like looking at little van over here at the house and saying, van, how do you feel about the rise of the all right (laughs) in our modern society? He doesn't know. He doesn't know any of that. And why would he? And why should he? Right. So, the older you get, the more keyed into it you get. And I wasn't really acknowledging that. Like I wasn't, to me, it's, it, it all felt like I was ramping up into such new territory, but it turns out that territory is super well-worn territory. And it's easy to get lulled into this idea that this is uh, remarkable uh, in the macro. And it really isn't. Now it might be remarkable in some unique, smaller ways, you know, some certain Trumpian ways and some certain sort of modern cultural ways sure but but it's always been there and in many times it's been worse and there've been there've been moments in this country's history where this stuff has been just right on the boiler but during my lifetime I was just kind of like ah freaking clinton you're an ass and why'd you do that and okay moving on i got stuff to do right something about this time these last 4 years this stage of my life made it all way too too intense and that was that made for a really weird four years for me. So anyway, long story short, yeah, having, and, having and started that what, then what, feels good now. What is here. what is great about that interview, if I might toot our own horn for just a bit, is that we uh, uh we kind of get into what politics is a catch all. 
And it means different things to different people. Mm -hmm. It means different things to me than it means to people that are listening to me. This often leads to people getting very angry at me and, and uh, uh, you know, calling me names sometimes in the chat room. Uh, and I don't, I don't uh, uh, begrudge anybody that because at the end of the day, we're all referring to different emotions and different motivations by one word. And I think that that's a recipe for talking past each other. It's a recipe for quick condemnation. It's a recipe for uh, uh, us uh, being able to feel secure in our divisions. And that's fine. Part of politics is dividing and seeing, let's get all my people on this side and your people on that side and let's see who wins. It is inherently a competition. Uh, but I think in terms of how it affects our culture and where our uh our own humanity goes and comes from it it is something that we do need to pay attention to and part of what we got into in in that px3 interview was what it means to you and 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 that there is a moral compunction to it there is a like leader a a a, a great man element to it and we get into the roots of that and and it was uh i think uh i, I found it cathartic as well to be honest with you i thought that that they going through it and and talking about like, oh, okay, well, if this is what it means, then of course, of course you're going to react like that. And I think that that's something that we, uh, hopefully as we evolve and, and we continue to understand each other and we realize that in a world of infinite communication, we can use it to be uh, uh, empathetic as well as marking our differences, that that's something that we, we do spend some time doing because I think for people that we naturally have something in common with, we're going to find that not only are there elements of ourselves in them, but also the differences might be something we can learn from. Yeah, I, I hope so. So if you haven't heard it, uh, what you just heard is a great promotion for that <laughs> PX3 episode and it's continuing episodes with lots of interviews and other great content from jury. So check those out. Now we have a choice here. We can, yeah. we have three <laughs> things in front of us. One is stimulus bill which was my meth dealer in high school. Love that guy. Stimulus yeah. Bill. He was great. Stimulus Bill. Yeah. Ah! You see him down the road and go, hey, it's Stimulus Bill with his with his methamphetamine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's that guy. Uh, we could talk about that. Or we could talk about um, just kind of where we're at in terms of transition or uh, political that is and presidential. Or the third thing, which is um, possibly we'd have to tell people in the chat to maybe skip the rest of the uh, interview. I don't know whether they want to stick around or not, but we want to talk about why you of all human beings on this planet didn't like the end of the Mandalorian. Oh, which is why I've who, only heard this even, third hand. I've only heard this. Who so even said that someone online said, Oh, you should talk to jury about his, but he hated it. So a whole bunch. I'm, I did not why, whole bunch. why people would even think that. two or three people have said <laughs> Justin really disliked how that show ended. And that's, Brian and I are both I mean, pretty united very, on how much we loved it. Yeah, it's so, very silly. So you get to choose. We got these three fruits hanging. You grab one <laughs> of those fruits. All low hanging. All low hanging, <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Well, how, how about how about we do rapid fire on the politics and and then I can and then we can get into Mando. If you okay. Uh, we're, okay, so let me ask you this question. Six hundred bucks. Uh, everyone thinks that's too low and an embarrassment and weird. And also them sneaking in legislation about people uh, playing any kind of music or anything that might be even considered copyright. Uh, like, say, film sack clips of a movie you watch for film sack 
could get you into jail uh, for a second offense up to 10 years. How do you feel about all that? Uh, okay. So 600, uh, is certainly not as much as I think a lot of people would like. Uh, uh, I, I think that the larger problem is not necessarily that we get $600 in December, but rather that there was probably not another $600 or another $1,200 or another $600 in between March Mm -hmm. and now. Uh, I don't think that this particularly is the worst thing. Uh, it is, Certainly not quite as much. I mean, it, it it speaks to the inattentive nature of Congress. The fact that there is nothing that has gotten done is uh, whatever it is. The fact that there was at least some direct money that went to people, I think, is encouraging uh, on on at least the level that it did happen. But we were backed up against the wall. The fact that we didn't pressure Congress all through the summer, that we were so focused on the presidential election is something that... Uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi looked at as a way that she could hide behind and she did. And then we got $600. And Mm. so, uh, that's, that's what it is in terms of that, uh, 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 copyright thing. I would like to wait and see on, on what that is. Government tends to try to solve the technological problems that happened 10 years ago with legislation today. So when everybody is, who is very online and plugged in and we're looking to graph this on top of modern streaming issues. And you're saying like, Oh, well, if I play a clip on film sack on Twitch, <laughs> Twitch has already tightened up their DMCA copyright. Now this is going to put a, you know, put me in jail from a felony. I don't know. And, and, and granted, I don't know. My suspicion is that at least what I have read of that law is more targeted to like, link restreaming sites yeah. from that were popular uh uh, uh you know they are they're still around right like but, pirate but are, kind of thing or um or yeah something. or just yeah. or yeah just okay. just uh uh yeah mm-hmm. basically uh, a paywall jumping sites sure well um, my, my bigger beef here is not so much that it that they want to address that or or throw out laws that, that get tweaked and then eventually something happens or whatever you know adjusting current dmca law and all that stuff that's fine to me. Those are always discussable topics. What I have a problem is, imagine showing up to a fire. The house is burning. There's three people in there that we got to get out of. They're going to die. Uh, a couple of people have smoke inhalation to the point that they may die also. We got to get hoses there. We're trying to hose down this house. And one of the firemen goes, hold on a second. What about, uh, I want to get better deals on raisins when I go to the grocery store. <laughs> I'd like to have, oh, and also my car uh, the glove box isn't big enough for for the, all the stuff I want to keep in there, let alone gloves. So can we include that in this conversation about putting this fire out? Why is that in there? Yeah. What does that Why have to it do with the freaking relief right. bill? Because that it's is- happening. It's happening at the eleventh hour, and nobody. I mean, they they mm-hmm. all the the members of Congress and more specifically their staffs uh, got about five hours to read five thousand pages, and. Uh, now the so question is, up. so let's let's take your analogy. Now, if you are super pissed at the ding dong fireman who wants to talk about raisins, are you willing to stop and have this conversation about how he shouldn't be worried about raisins and let the let the house burn? No, I, I get oh. you. I get you. That's why I hate yeah. it so much, because you are putting you're putting people into a, OK, fine, whatever moment. And I know that pork belly politics have existed forever and people always tack stuff into things that seem completely unrelated. But this is a moment in history. A This is a, a, one of the most criticizable things I've ever felt about Congress as a whole. 
this one moment you had and should have been many moments, but this one final moment in the year 2020 you had to do something meaningful for people that need it, that truly need it. And who also paid for it, by the way. So all of your, you know, your $180,000 salaries, all of your free state paid healthcare and all of your paid everything that you do and your early access to vaccines and everything, all of that stuff comes from us. So maybe, maybe this one time you could have figured out a way to do it without inserting all this BS. Like that is just, to me, that's a freaking egregious thing. And as old as time, I get it. I know pork belly, this pork belly. Well, that. No, I mean, it just, it's, it's, I've been jumping up and down and screaming about the fact that Congress has been an embarrassment specifically this entire year. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, Look, if if we're still going to jump up and down and trumpet how great our leaders are on either side of it and not pay attention to the fact that it was an embarrassment, like whatever this bill is, I guess I'm a little blase about this bill and 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 the and the the, the horse ass around it mm-hmm. because it's disgusting that something else didn't happen during the summer. It was unconscionable that they didn't get money and relief to schools before they opened up in the fall. It was horrifying that even that in an election year, when if there was ever a time for us to show that there could be bipartisan workings, that they did not do anything before November 3rd. And then it is just like absolute disgust that I have for the idea that they waited until the absolute 11th hour. And then of course, stapled on all the other garbage that they have. I mean, I will say part of this is not just the COVID spending bill, just Mm -hmm. to be clear, the COVID relief bill went in as part of the budget. Right. So it's, this is a lot of the stuff that people are pointing at. It's not with the COVID money per se, that would have been with the spending bill, that that would have come through and we can pick apart that spending bill. People make meals out of that and run in primary against opponents because of that spending bill. But it wasn't like, Oh, we're going to give X amount of money to, uh, uh, or, or this much for COVID. And also we want to talk about streaming and blah, blah, blah. They blah, should blah. just, like, I, I just that saying, was part of the spending. Bill. I'm just saying, keep it. There's gotta be a way to keep it separate. Like I know there is because I know they've done it before. Well, no, things. no, no. The, the, re- the only reason why it was together and it was separate in the House. Yeah, uh, it, it's gonna. It was together in the Senate for arcane congressional rules. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why it was even next to each other was because they didn't do anything uh, past the spring or in the summer. They didn't do anything in the fall, and they waited until the winter. And 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 then finally did something when there were deals, there were deals, deals that look shockingly like the deal that we wound up settling on uh, uh, in in all phases of it. And that's before we even get into the total inaction that happened on police reform when you actually did have a a agreement. And that has totally fallen down the memory hole. Mm, Yeah, good point. Uh, I don't like the memory hole. It's a bad hole. (laughs) It's a very bad hole. Bad hole. All right. Now, you know, and, and and by the way, by the way, uh, the Biden administration telling uh, uh, Spanish press today that they are not going to alter their immigration policy for oh. everybody that was screaming about kids in cages. Great. So that's wonderful. Just just go ahead and keep screaming. Yeah, keep screaming. Um, OK, so now we pull from fruit number two. 
yeah. uh, stimulus bill goes I'm, off. I, need, I know. I need, I need to do better at my uh, rapid fire. No, I'll you're, do totally better fine. At fire. you're totally fine. You're totally fine. Uh, rapid you're fire. Fruit, fine, yeah. Hanging fruit number two. Uh, this current state of the transition, uh, I'm noticing uh, tr- Trump. And, and if Trump's good at one thing, it's that he never backs down from anything. Like mm-hmm. never says he fails at anything. He could be faced with 14 uh what do you call them? Uh, bankruptcies, and he'll still say none of them happened. Like that's just mm-hmm. him, and that's we expect that now. So he's still in that mode of like, you know, greatest corruption in the world, uh, seize the machines, you know, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's clear though on many fronts, including a bunch of his own people now, including Bill Barr and some evangel and evangelical leaders like um, oh the guitar something hero guy. What's his name, Brian? Um, Oh, Pat, Pat Benatar, Pat Robertson, Pat Robertson, Pat, Robertson? <laughs> Pat yeah. Benatar, Pat Robinson, Pat Benatar, yes. yeah. Pat Benatar, Pat Robinson <laughs> even got up and yeah. said freaking time love to move on. Love is a battlefield. Yeah, this is love is battlefield. battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, we belong. So he and others are like, yeah, time to move on. Get out of there. What are you doing? This is embarrassing. Yeah. And then you got um, uh, Mitch McConnell essentially saying, yeah, it's it's time. And now he's now he's turned mm-hmm. on Mitch and said these things. Yeah. So. So even all of with all those voices happening, uh, it it does feel like it's just like more and more of a all right. Well, let's just now we're just waiting it out. Do you think there's anything in the next? I don't know whatever how many days we have left. Almost twenty days or twenty four or five days, whatever it is. Do you think there's anything in there that will be interesting or of note, or will it just kind of? Are we done? We're done, right? It's just going to fade out and <laughs> I be done. I don't know. Is there a part of us that kind of wants them to have to I don't, forcibly remove them? I don't them? anymore. I may be used to, but I don't anymore. I just want okay. them to go away. I've told, like, on the PX3 episode, spoiler, uh, Justin yeah. asked me, what do I want? I said, I want him to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when he goes, then he'll be gone, and I guess that'll be it. And then we, you know, I think we, that's what I want, too. But there may be maybe half a percent of me wants, uh, maybe, you know. Just a little freak make out. It forceful. A little blowout. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like a, I'd like an on-screen tantrum. <laughs> yeah, there, there are people with fears of like he's going to salt the earth, whatever that means in their own head before he goes. But I mean, like how? I, yeah. I don't know. Like, like I, what can what? he even do? I don't know. There was the there was a report to that meeting last week where things apparently got heated. You had Giuliani in there. Uh, what's her wackadoo lawyer lady? The crack Sydney lady, Powell. That her. Who, by lady. the way, I really want to watch Tenant and explain the plot. to <laughs> I feel like she would do a really good job. He would do. Oh, she would like, she's Mister Calling in Life. You're not wrong. There is a plot from the future, and it is inverting objects. <laughs> I would pay money. The for nexus for which is tenant. Next yeah. slide. Yeah, I, I would watch that and pay money. But here's <laughs> but so you had that whole thing and apparently a bunch of aides going back and forth and uh, talk of like uh, uh, Trump actually bringing up or Flynn, I guess, bringing up the use of the military to like seize all the machines. And I mean, I, but here's what you're what you're doing right now is collecting this like the goulash of things that have been reported. Sure. And that's what I really want to get to. Yeah. This is the media licking the bowl. Oh, they love it. Yeah, this is because there's not a lot more coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is, you know, whenever you make like brownies or cookies or something or, you know, you make the uh, a salads really good. You, know, you run your finger down the bottom of the bowl and <laughs> mm, just get that last little morsel. Right. 
Like that's what's happening. Yeah. And so, so the, 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 the tenor of coverage that has marked the Trump administration, which is that the Trump administration and campaign are a leaky, leaky, leaky organization because mm. they were born of mercenaries. Donald Trump did not have a cadre of ride or die people for which he ran for president nor became president. And so, uh, he he winds up uh, uh, replacing them with people that were less loyal and have been there uh, a, a shorter amount of time. And now, and, and that is all just to say that they all talk to the press because right. the less you have absolute ride or die loyalty to somebody, the more you're going to advance your own career by talking to reporters and stuff like that. This all comes down to now. Mm. You have a president for whom is looking for every possible way that he can uh, uh, turn the tide. They are increasingly shrinking to impossible. And so he, uh, as people tell him, hey, there's no path. Uh, they exit out and other people come in uh, uh, and they all talk to the press or they go on OAN and they do their own hits. And that's what Flynn did. So it's like, yes, we can gather up all these things and we can see an organization in chaos. But if we want to, if if your if your goal is I literally just would like to not see him in my life anymore, then I'll give you Paul Anka's guarantee. Just don't look. Just don't look. Do, 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 do. I can't believe you made a Paul Anka reference. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Ask your grandparents, you guys out there who are confused. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Well, I, I agree. I think that's kind of where we're at. It was. It's funny. I, once in a while, I do this just to to bring equilibrium to my brain. I'll look at a yeah. CNN headline and then I'll go look at a Fox News headline just to kind of look at the you know the 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 balance breadth. of the force. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on CNN today, Trump threatens thirty day reign of destruction on his way out, and over on Fox. Biden appears to fail major tests from progressives by picking fiercely opposed moderate for top White House role. Like once you realize what they're all up to again and you know what they're consistent with and who they're speaking to and how they get their money, I go, it kind of is weirdly relaxing. I go, oh, yeah, that's right. Everyone's full of shit. It's good. We're good. Everything's fine. And that that's kind of a weird thing about Twitter, right, is that Twitter levels that out. A little bit. Like, yeah. yes, you can see who's posting it, but it kind of all looks the same. Like from the average rando to the bot to the to the media source. It's mm -hmm. just like or it almost looks more real when somebody regular is talking about something that they read on CNN and that launders it into something more authentic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so this sort of stuff cracks me up. Also, I really, really enjoyed the Newsmax uh, thing clip where the guy, the, the, the news anchor guy basically had to read a huge disclaimer basically countering everything oh, yeah. that they've been reporting because that was some flop sweaty we're getting sued be careful okay better say this on the air moment and i loved it it was great it was great so if you haven't seen that go look it up it's, it's well yeah awesome. that i'm presuming was a settlement or an agreement to avoid litigation yeah uh, uh and and they they settled on a a uh, a statement that was to be read yeah them and uh, I guess Lou Dobbs had to do something similar around Fox. And it's pretty. It's just funny to watch when people. We at the end of the day, nobody wants to get sued. <laughs> so that yeah. that's all words to live by. Okay, third piece of low hanging fruit. Yeah, uh, let's. That was shorter. I feel like that was shorter. Yeah, it was so a little bit shorter. Yeah. Okay, so now this one. Rapid fire. Do we want to? 
Okay, chat room. We're going to talk about The Mandalorian, not f- specifically to expose spoilers, but some of these may come up because I don't know exactly Justin's take yet. So I'm just warning you now, if you haven't seen it, and why haven't you? But if you haven't, I get it. And if you want to like not hear the rest of this, maybe skip mm-hmm. ahead to the very end of the show. And you can, and you can, if you're live streaming, you can mute, and we'll let you know when when he's done talking about any potential spoilers. Right. So you can unmute. Brian's going to show his left nipple. That's your sign that, the, that we're done. That talking. is the exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. I think so. that might be against you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never know anymore. All is right. That, is that in the bill too? Hey, we had that. Uh, yeah. No, we, had there, there, I, <laughs> we had this whole thing. We had this whole thing where. I, 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 I may or may not be specifically told by somebody in my household. I won't reveal who, but, uh, but what isn't is not TOS. Okay, so can I, let me ask you a question. You can either you can answer this or deny it or whatever. But we So we had somebody on the show a couple of weeks ago as a guest from Australia. I'm not going to say names. And this person was smoking on the air. And I uh-huh. immediately cut from this person and said, oh, I don't think we're allowed to show that. I think that's bad or whatever. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of people said, no, it's fine. People smoke all the time. I, I constantly watch streamers are smoking and vaping all night. But I swear there was a time where that was like such a huge no-no that they were banning no, you for smoking, smoking. Smoking is not against TOS. Okay. So we're okay there. So light them up, everybody, yes. all around. Let's do it. Let's get yeah. those stogies out. Let's have a... Let's have a uh, what do we what did you guys call it a nerdtacular? Would y'all smoke monster? Let's have a smoke monster. A smoke monster, yes, yeah. exactly. All right, fine. Oh, All right, it's been so that, that long that we can't even remember the name of smoke monster. Now, now I'm I know, sad. right? But if Brian, <laughs> if Brian whips out his uh, his his TT doobie, yeah, his yeah. doobie, no, his his boob, his 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 nipple. Yeah, I think you're actually allowed to smoke weed if you're if it's legal in your oh state. in your state. Yeah, I read something. That, about that don't too. don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> yeah, don't take your don't take okay, your TOS right. advice from. I'm no, totally I think, quoting you on that. <laughs> I think I don't know. I I don't know what the exact the 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 the, the rules are. There's there's some arcane. I think it's more the spirit of the rule thing. That being said, don't intentionally show your nip. Yeah. All right. Keep your nip to yourself, Brian. Instead, we'll have another yeah. sign. So so the uh, fine, uh, the 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 takeaway from most everyone I know, and not that that you know majority rule shouldn't shouldn't change your opinion. But everybody I know loved that, and I did. And my daughter cried for half an hour, and I got a little teary and. And it was an, uh, I thought, an amazing wind up to a, an incredible season of The Mandalorian, adding to what I think is, an, is a great whole known as The Mandalorian. You, sir, apparently have differing opinions. So I would like to give you the floor. Why don't you like good things? What happened? <laughs> Why do you hate fun? Yeah. Enjoy so much. What happened? Uh, you need to stop listening to dumb people. <laughs> Wait, you're not going to tell me it. you loved it? I oh, liked it. shit. Well, Why yeah, I don't know where you got tro- that from. I've been trolled or something. You got a bunch of people told no, me it No, 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 no. Here's here's what happened. I think I know what happened. Number 1, it was a poorly worded tweet. Okay. Um probably because I was drunk. But uh <laughs> I what I wanted to do was not spoil the ending of The Mandalorian. Okay. But make the point about how much better I enjoyed the end of the Mandalorian than I did the end of Rogue One. So oh. really my tweet was a was yet another totally unwarranted and gratuitous uh takeout of Rogue One uh and and had uh, in celebration of what the Mandalorian had done. Gotcha. Okay, so that's a very different thing. You and I disagree on Rogue One, but we already knew that. Um 
Yes. I like, I put Rogue One. Rogue One is my favorite modern Star Wars movie after the acquisition. I like it more than oh, wow. any of the of the threequel things that happened. Like it better yeah. than Solo. It is. My favorite part was when Darth Vader was an HR director. <laughs> that was how I like to think of Darth Vader. It's just somebody who's trying to negotiate inner office politics. Like oftentimes during the original trilogy, I would say like, yeah, all this like iconic incarnation of evil, the wrestling of, uh, you know, daddy issues in uh, a black armor encasement, dial it down. I would like for him to be uh, pushing hiring papers in front of people on the death star. Yeah. you. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I'm, I can't argue that, I suppose, but I, I guess uh, tonally and sort of what Star Wars feels like to me, Rogue One got it the closest. Uh, the JJ mm. stuff just felt. Was it was it the five minute slow motion uh, 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 zoom in on Blue Milk just so you knew that Blue Milk existed? No, uh, but if you're talking about fan service, I mean, we could have a whole different discussion about everything Star Wars right now is all about fan service. Um, I mean, well, although let's have a conversation about fan service. So I think that there is a time and a place for fan service. I think that there are times where fan service makes a, a understandable and knowledgeable part of a larger story can expand a world as opposed to making it feel smaller. And that inherently is the thing that I liked about Mandalorian in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the stuff that I liked the most about Mandalorian, uh, Mandalorian in general that I did not like about the uh, some of the the sequels and specifically Rogue One and Solo to a certain extent. What I loved about the end of the Mandalorian was you have this question. If Baby Yoda is not going to be a part of the show forever... And you have to wrap up this question of will the super competent hero of our story uh, get him to where he needs to go? Mm-hmm. Then how do you take this beloved character that has been a part of the show for the first two seasons off the board? Yeah. Right. You obviously don't want him kidnapped by the bad guys. So now you have a question. And it mm-hmm. is, I think, a bold way to answer it to say, Oh, let's have this super established, super powerful, super recognizable character from the original trilogy come back and take him off the board. That feels like it honors how much we love Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda earned that. It wasn't like he showed up five seconds into the show and was like, hey, I'm Luke Skywalker. Like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm off to the Tashi station to get some power converters again. <laughs> wink, like right into the camera. He showed up at an appropriate time. Yeah. He honored a character that was new, that felt organic. They spent enough time. You know, having uh, a baby Yoda sit on the Jedi rock or right. whatever, they, yeah. they they put enough time and effort into it. They took the idea of the dark troopers, so him slaughtering the dark troopers in like a Deus Ex Machina fashion was satisfying. As as all of our heroes were basically waiting to die, I I thought that was good. Now, uh, could the graphics have been a touch uh, better? 
yes, could've. I do agree. Sure. They they could have. Sure. Uh, there there's there's a deep fake going around that some rando on the internet did in 72 hours that made it look a lot better. Um, in 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 my eyes, but still. Isn't it a little? Don't you think day, it's a little bit weird, given what they have access to, and otherwise, which is an amazing tech production for a television show? They didn't talk to somebody about deepfakes because deepfakes are legitimately freakishly real looking, and yeah. like, why couldn't they have done that? I don't know why they didn't I do that. I think I think that we're in a very weird place for VFX right now because studios only want to work with VFX houses because they know that they can get the job done on time. And yet the technology that by and large, the VFX houses have spent a lot of money on are being outpaced by things that are happening on the internet. Right. 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 And so there is a gulf right now between the trusted people that studios want to hire or have relationships with and what is happening on the internet. I, I suspect we are going to see more of a sea change there, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. That being said, while I wished that specifically on some of the uh, close-ups or the mouth moving mm-hmm. moments would have been a little bit better mm-hmm. in general, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought fine. it was great. It, it didn't look like a total... Uh, cartoon like yeah. Grand Moff Tarkin and uh, Leia Terry did Fisher. in Rogue yeah. One to me. Uh, so I, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. And more to the point, it was the first time that Star Wars and Mandalorian really kind of dove into this world of like extended universe. What the extended universe? Why it was exciting? Yeah, right. And that's all I think some fans have ever wanted and, and and people who want the best for that franchise have wanted is just take this world of limitless possibilities that the extended universe offered of continuing creativity. And, and let's bring that into the cinematic world. Uh, and, and I think that you, that, that felt extended universe to me. Yeah. It, it, it felt like, Oh, here we go. This is how you bring in, Luke Skywalker. You don't bring him in where he's just sitting at the Moss Eisley Cantina in the same seat that he was sitting in the original movie. And he's like, like, oh, I had a crazy time here once. <laughs> Wink directly in the camera. Like, I agree. I agree. You, you, I agree. Yeah. And they also earned it. It felt earned to me. It didn't feel uh, g- g- um, gimmicky or kitschy or any of that. It just felt like Oh yeah, of course. Like we're the, the story led to this moment of there are not many Jedi's left, and we don't know if he's going to get someone out there is going to find him, and we don't know if it's the best place for him to go. I mean, like all these questions of real concern for this little guy, and also the a concern for for Mando himself and what he's going to do and what this separation means to him, and then have it be that and have it happen the way it happened, all very earned. Everything felt honestly, legitimately earned. And outside of, you know, a little dead eye kind of effect moment, I couldn't have been happier. And I've mm-hmm. never yeah. I haven't seen my daughter cry like that since up. She was so she was so yeah, worked Icor, up at. Icor just put up a um a YouTube video that puts deep fake next to what was what was shown. Oh, is this the one and Justin was talking about? Is this the yeah, this is the one that's going around now. But, and uh, and you notice the most important thing to notice is like the over softness of the version that we got. Yes, compared to the very greedy and more realistic looking 
The, uh, the, the, yeah, it, it, it's the skin. Mm-hmm. The skin, it is and, the skin. And, and it looks and, like and the mouth been, movements. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, like there was uh, Vaseline on the lens, like they were shooting Sybil Shepherd is what yeah. it looks like. I mean, for me, yeah. it worked fine until they got close and and the mouth moved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And and that's and that's the thing, is like honestly, if you didn't have this tech mm-hmm. and they literally just shot him from behind and you just saw a body double with the hair and you saw the green lightsaber, then you heard Mark Hamill's modulated voice, yeah. and uh like I would have been fine with it if that was it if, if hmm. luke skywalker just showed up and you never saw his face maybe there's one shot of his face at the very very end like i would have been fine again my larger issue i can get over the fact that um the the the, the tech wasn't what it needed to be for me yeah. like personally because i care more about the story i care care more about the emotion you know and and that's where it's like compared to rogue one which is what i was really trying to to crap on in that tweet uh you know, you have Grand Moff Tarkin, who is just doing Grand Moff Tarkin, Tarkin stuff. And yeah. He's kind of a dick, and he was a dick in the movie. And so he's like, oh, now he's a dick to a new guy. Look at that. Isn't that wild? Uh, uh, and then you have Leia, and Leia's on the same ship we knew her with. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she said a line that somebody said earlier in the movie. Cool. What an amazing arc we've gone on. <laughs> like... <laughs> Whereas in <laughs> in this, there is this idea that like the concept of the Jedi is very foreign to our main character, mm-hmm. right? He is learning as much about, he's learning more about being a father than he is about these Jedi powers. But these Jedi powers are something that are totally foreign to him. He has no idea what the hell's happening. In fact, mm-hmm. he realizes what I liked about season two is that he doesn't know as much about his own culture. Right. He doesn't know as much about how he was raised versus how the rest of the world sees how he was raised and and whether or not he is somebody that is too beholden to, to tradition. Yeah. Uh there is this this question of modernity versus his legacy. Uh so when Luke shows up and just is like, "Oh my god, this is what a Jedi is. This is peak performance." Jedi guy like that is something that should blow everybody's balls at the back of their ass and it does (laughs) and uh, that to me is worth it that's that's worth it to 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 honor Grogu to honor the Mandalorian sacrifice to to honor uh, the fact that they are at this stage in in our journey like it fits that that completes an arc that that makes something whole as opposed to just being stapled on the side and saying, look, member. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And, um, yeah. that I, I, I think those criticisms of Rogue one are entirely unfounded. Um, but okay. I will say this one thing. My daughter is really good at remembering every little detail of everything that's happening with star Wars. And she turned to me and I said, Oh, don't, you know, you're, I knew you'd cry at this. And she goes, well, I'm crying for two reasons, this, but also I just thought of something. I said, what? She goes, if this is Luke rounding up the Force sensitives to try to rebuild the order, which is in tatters now, mm-hmm. we got a problem. I said, what do you mean we got a problem? She goes, at some point. Yes, Ky- we know how this ends. <laughs> Ky- Kylo Ren wipes all those people out. 
Like mm-hmm. he, he, which means does he wipe out Grogu yeah, as well? She's like, I think yeah, she killed Grogu yeah. or he kills Grogu. I'm like, well, we don't know that because we don't know. We just don't know. And she was like so <laughs> upset about it. She was all worked up that yeah. Kylo did this, which made her even matter about her contention that Kylo got off too easy and got redemption way too fast. Uh, because, you know, he did some pretty terrible stuff. But you say about Anakin and everybody else who's a happy ghost now. So anyway, long and the oh, short yeah. of it. I mean, I I think that it, it's its connection to those movies is something that's interesting. I do think that it does connect probably more to to The Last Jedi than than anything. And I'm happy with that element because I like The Last Jedi, I think, more than many people who like to write words on the Internet. But uh, <laughs> there's... Um, you know, I, I I think the good news is is that uh, if if there's one thing that uh, Grogu's kind knows well to do is get the hell out of Dodge mm-hmm. when it's time to leave. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at it. He missed one yeah. massacre of, yeah. of uh, Jedi children. Maybe he'll miss the other one. So I mean, look, yeah, you, can you imagine? Uh, Luke's that's got to come up at some point during his training, right? right. Like, hey, uh, just so you know tremendous legacy of your people getting the hell out and staying the hell out yeah. for as long as possible for sure like do you like eating do you like eating swamp creatures mm-hmm. boy howdy are you gonna love it here <laughs> well all right we've taken all the fruit from the tree the tree is free to grow into into its next season with new free, yeah. free fruits to pull from I'm glad that we were able to hit them all justin before we go today anything uh you'd like to promote or push this christmas week Yes, uh, politics, politics, politics uh, will feature this week an interview with somebody who is uh, my buddy Kevin Ryan. Who are we're going to debut a new pilot uh, podcast? Whoa, a a thing we've been working on for a very long time. It's going to be the next release of the Dog and Pony Show audio uh, uh, production company, which is going to be uh, churning out a lot of cool stuff in 2021. But uh, uh, if you liked Raise the Dead and you like politics, 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 you are going to really like what we are putting out. Uh, I'll I'll let that be a surprise for uh, folks who get it in their feeds. But head on over to the podcatcher of your choice and subscribe for uh, uh, subscribe to politics, 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 because that's where it's going to be. Some of us have early access and we're all very excited. And that's all I'll say. Anyway, check yeah. it out. Coming up soon. Justin R. Young on Twitter. Justin, have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> see ya. We'll see, see you, you Justin. The jury will now have a Merry Christmas. Ah, shit. Brian, you remind <laughs> The jury will now retire. Gosh, dang it. I always forget. Okay. We have one more thing we have to do. Do we? Okay. It's we a, bo- what? It's a what? bonus mashup. You might think Jamie's all worn out after doing the one for me and then the one for you. It's like eight yeah, minutes of content. That would wear me out. I would say I could just rest on my laurels for the rest of the year and say, oh, I'm done. I don't need to do anything else. Right. Ah, I would be sitting do- on a laurel all day, but no, he did one more. <laughs> it's called, uh, what's this called? It's called poorly remember stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is this this is gonna be like a forty-five minute mashup. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> it's gonna be a big one. It says something about Flambot McCheese at the end. Anyway, we'll find out together as I play this bonus mashup. Here you go. I can't remember her name. That's a sad thing. Uh, uh, Amal Clooney. Bing, I think Amal. Bing a bong. I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's the death of a salesman's him, right? No, no, that is Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, Jim Bob Marino. Larry okay. the cable Good. guy. <laughs> 
that's yeah, true. that's Charlie Day. Okay, you recognize I think woman. the other one is uh, Helen. Nope. Uh, mad about you? Oh no no no! Uh, 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 Begins with a J. J-, J- Jimmy Von Juby Jew. I don't know. Like yeah, they did in that uh, movie where the soccer people all crashed on the mountain and ate each other. Do you oh yeah, that? bend it like Beckham. <laughs> With uh, with the, the the irritating guy, yes, uh, uh, Cretus, Crevus, <laughs> Cornelius. What was uh huh? his name? Did I do that? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. Urkel, Cornelius. Urkel. Yes, Cornelius. <laughs> Those two uh, in particular, Bubba Smith and Dick Buck, or not Dick Buckus. What's his name? Yes, yeah, well, is Dick that it? It is Dick, Dick Buckus. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of Coach. Worst, worst name, Dick Buckus or Dick Trickle? Dick Churkle. Churkle. Dick Churkle. Yeah. What Dick is Churkle. that? Eagle? Dick Churkle. <laughs> Snickers commercial with um crap why can't i remember his name uh, uh frank darabont okay and this and this is where you steer me even further away from the tracks sean bean <laughs> sean bean terry right, hatcher order. that's a lady i don't know and you know we got uh what's his face uh from uh watchman the guy who played uh comedian yeah renamed dude what's it that's not harry dean harry dean i keep wanting to say harry dean stanton i know it's not harry dean stanton, morgan but. dean freeman <laughs> Lambot Mac Cheese. Yeah, if I had any uh, ability to remember it, it is gone now. Thank you. Morgan Dean Stant Stor- Stor- Stanley. Storland. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Thank Dean you. Morgan. Uh, it's like uh, Thanksgiving movies. I don't know. I mean, planes, trains, automobiles. What's another Thanksgiving movie? Uh, Meet my parents. Family, something. The Family Finger, whatever it is. Yeah. Family Finger. <laughs> Wait, what is that one? Family Finger. Right? The Finger. They're flipping you off on the poster. The Family Stone. The Family Stone. That's family it. Stone. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> family figure that just came up like a week ago or so didn't it i yeah. mean that's relatively new late breaking content that's amazing is meet the fockers oh, a, a thanksgiving movie is it i don't think it is uh no no it's just um Terrence, i'm trying to figure out what's going on here somebody is oh somebody at your drinking window drinking water and then spitting water on the ground like they just ate something horrible Wait, where is this? Uh, out in the street? Like right in sidewalk? front of my right in front of my house. They just moved. They were standing in front of my mailbox. They had the back to the camera, but they were doing this, like so I could see them tipping a bottle up yeah. and then spinning it on the ground. And then tipping a bottle up and then spinning it on the ground. I can't oh tell gosh. what they must have just eaten that they had to that get like, out of their system. That's like me in the with the jerky. The jerky yeah. yesterday. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Weird. Now meet the meet the Fockers and meet the parents were just like uh I thought it was just uh normal time of year wasn't it or did it take place at christmas no give thanksgiving or christmas it's like it's a total blur to me thanksgiving yeah. movies i like the family finger though that's the movie i want yeah, the to family see. finger it's, oh it's so good the family finger yeah 21 excuse me 21 best uh thanksgiving movies according to rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. says that their internet site is down all right we're not looking at it well oh, that's good yeah hi our internet site is down oh here it is okay Jim's Henson, Jim Henson's Turkey Hollow from 2015. Never saw it. Okay. Uh, the War at Home. They're way better than Jim Henson's Hollow Turkey. Yeah, that's true. Warm at, the War at Home with Kathy Bates and Martin Sheen from 1996. Oh, okay. Don't know what that is. The Myth of Fingerprints. The Family yes. Fingerprints? The uh-huh. Family. Are these, is this, are these numbers going No, a Penske out? truck just pulled up in front of the house. Oh, the Tina's moving out. The blind so side. much excitement! Yeah, I there's, a wish I could there's a lot. There's a lot going I could on. Share this uh, screen. Like I got to figure out a way to to pipe in the view outside my window sometimes because yeah, look at it's that. Fascinating. Okay, here we go. These are the top three. Forget about the rest of this crap. 
Okay. Well, Planes, top, and automobiles. Top, top five. All right. Fifth, Scent of a Woman. Stone. Hoo-ha! Right. Scent of a Woman. Oh, that is Thanksgiving. That's right. Everybody's going home for the Thanksgiving holiday. And, uh, and keep in mind, these yeah. are all based on uh, review like percentages, so this isn't according to people people sure, this is right like, tomato right yeah, yeah. so scent of woman number five number four hannah and her sisters 1986 91 uh planes trains and automobiles 91 mm-hmm. i mean that's our pick but that's their third uh number two something called krishna from 2016 um i don't know what this is it's like an indie movie i've never heard of krishna and then that's at 95 percent, and then net 100 percent from 1973 a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. All right. That's okay. all well and good. Is that one of the original ones or is that one of those new horrible ones? It's an old one. It's 73, so I assume it's an okay. original. I don't know when they started making those, but yeah, 73. That's a long time ago. I was, that is, yeah, that, that's one of the original ones. Oh, I mean, that's right. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah, I do remember that. I was three. Doesn't yeah. anybody know the true meaning of Thanksgiving anymore? <laughs> I'll hold the football for you again. I'm so stupid. I'll hold it again for you. You want me to hold the football again? Okay, I'll do it. I'm so dumb. <sighs> was that the that was your echo? That was the Penske guy. So he dropped off a package. Yeah. Picked up a package that I, that I had going out. Went back to his truck. Put the package in the front seat instead of the back seat, which okay. is odd. Yeah, that is weird. Then came back and kind of looked at our our door. And then came back up, went to our bin, got a, a bottle of water, so no Gatorade this time. Okay. And then rang our doorbell and then left. Why do you? Oh, to <laughs> ring it. To, oh, that's a weird order to do all that in. It's a very weird order of things to do it. But uh, hey, that's all right. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you dropped off a package. That's nice. Whatever it is. Luke's uh, trading places happens during Christmas, so that's why it's not a Thanksgiving yeah. movie. Right. We even talked about that um, on Film Sack or something. We talked about it recently. I thought. I think it was Film Sack on Saturday, maybe. Maybe. I don't remember, yeah. but I do know this. I remember that you guys need to support us over at patreon.com slash TMS. That too. If mm-hmm. you do, it means the show stays on the air for 2021. Yeah, that's right. No pressure. Get in there. Get it happening. It's almost a new month and a new year, and it's time to pony up to patreon.com slash TMS. And if you're looking for everything else, ways to request songs, our Twitter accounts, email, all that stuff, you can find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. And now... We exit, but before, a song. Brian? Yes. How about this one? Going out to our favorite, B4 Tank Girl. I'll miss her so much in the chat room, but uh, her work right now precludes her from being able to listen live. And so every year we just have to settle for hearing from her via requests. But uh, Trisha, hope you're doing well and hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, She wrote in and said, Dearest Santa and Bry Elf, in parentheses, I got nothing for the B name. How about Blitzen? Could you do Blitzen? Send in Blitzen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blitzen? Have. How about that one? Yeah. What about Blitzen? 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 Not Blitzen? Blitzen? Just like Blitzen. Papa? <laughs> As the sun sets on this dumpster fire we call 2020, I request a song about someone who hates everything as much as we hated this year. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, covered by Asylum Street Spankers. Many thanks to you guys and all the TMS regulars for providing comic relief in these troubled times. Warmest regards, yours truly, etc., etc. Before Tank Girl. P.S. We all got scooters. Honk. Oh, man. <laughs> let's see. This is an oldie. Pick your pick. Which one? Um, hold on. Let's see. And she no, wants one guy. Up. No, it's not the one. We got school. No, that's a kid. We got school. No, it's another kid. Awesome kid. Environmentally. No, another kid. I got- okay, one more. Environmentally conscious? And then you say, 
lose your license because it's a DWI? Oh, the full one. I got to go in. I'm, here's the thing. I'm missing the shortened uh, ones I did forever ago. I got to go take this master again and break it up. So before Tank so. Girl, yeah. you've, you've prompted me to get a thing done. Well done. Oh, nicely done. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, in, in, uh, to celebrate her new uh, to-do list <laughs> creation for you, Scott, mm. let's hear her request. This is a cover of your mean one, Mr. Grinch, originally by uh, Thurl Ravenscroft, the, uh, uh, the voice of Tony the Tiger, uh, covered here by Asylum Street Spankers, a New Orleans uh, band. It's great. Good stuff from these guys. Here is your mean one. Mr. Grinch. Oh, he's a he's a leopard. Just kidding. All right, here we go. We're going to play it. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow for our last of the Christmas week episodes of TMS. So come and join us tomorrow for some festive fun, recommendals, tech time, and more. Battle Royale. Bye now. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a as cuddly as a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a uh, uh, greasy black peel. Well, you're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, your heart's an empty hole. Well, your brain is full of spiders, you got garlic in your soul. Touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. I swing it, boys. You're a vile one, Mr. G. You got termites in that smile. You got all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. G. You know, given the choice between the two of you wild, crazy cats. I'd pick the seasick crocodile. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Well, your heart is full of unwashed socks, your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. appalling dung heap overflowing with the most disgusting assortment of a deplorable rubbish imaginable. Mangled up and tangled up nuts. You nauseate me, Mr. Grinch, with a nauseous super nuts. You're a crooked chicky-tacky and you drive a crooked ass, Mr. Grinch. You're a three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with arsenic sauce. Oh, you're a dirty, you're a dirty boy.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs>